Nearly 43 million Americans suffer from joint pain. He's developed a simple and effective plan for permanently controlling arthritis. You are listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is Dr. Richard Blau, the founder and medical director of the Arthritis Institute of Long Island in Long Island, New York, and author of the book, Too Young to Feel Old, The Arthritis Doctor's 28-Day Formula for Pain-Free Living. Dr. Blau, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here today. Tell us about your anti-inflammatory diet for arthritis. This is extremely exciting and a major area of research. We now know that certain foods can be pro-inflammatory and certain ones can be anti-inflammatory. In fact, we found that a diet high in anti-inflammatory foods are better for patients with arthritis, better for patients with heart disease, as well as hypertension. These anti-inflammatory foods actually contain the fatty acids that are contained in the prescription medications and don't have all the side effects. Omega-3 is the big one. There are two major sources for this, cold water fish such as wild salmon, cod, mackerel, and tuna. And the second source is from plants such as flaxseed, walnuts, and canola oil. Now, you can't cook with flaxseed oil, but you can cook with walnut oil. We want patients to use foods that are high in antioxidants such as pomegranates, blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries. We also recommend whole grains. We put together a diet meal plan that's high in omega-3, high in antioxidants. They're low in saturated fats and cholesterol and sodium. The meals are easy to prepare. They take less than 30 minutes, and they contain ingredients that can be found in any local food store. Rumor has it your patients lose weight on the diet. Is this true? It's absolutely true. The plan is set up for patients to either lose weight, gain weight, or stay the same. And we do have a very simple formula in there for them to use to calculate how much food they should be taking on a daily basis depending on what their goal is. Give us an example of a delicious dinner they might have on a this arthritis diet. Uh, for example, for one dinner, there's a tossed salad with a special balsamic vinaigrette dressing And a simple thing to do is to use flaxseed oil in place of olive oil in making the vinaigrette dressing. And it's really quite delicious. Also, we have for that particular dinner is a garlic shrimp and white wine over whole wheat linguine and snap beans to go with it. And in fact, there's even an evening snack of sliced peaches, raspberry pomegranate, and ginger topping. Really quite good. It sounds delicious. It is. What exercises do you recommend? Well, exercises come in three forms. There's resistive, aerobic, and flexibility. For patients with arthritis, flexibility and range of motion are really the most important. We have a program that's designed for each joint. We start out with only 10 minutes a day, and most people can find 10 minutes to exercise, and we begin with mostly range of motion and flexibility training. We gradually increase this up to a mild resistive program included with the flexibility training. The real key is to gradually increase the program, and I advise the patients not to increase to 30 minutes until the third week. 
And then on the fourth week, we add in 20 minutes of walking three times a week. The biggest problem that I find with most patients is that when they decide to begin to exercise, they overdo it. They want the results right away. So what they'll do is they'll, the first few days they'll start exercising for a half an hour or an hour, and they haven't done exercise in 10 or 15 years. Then the third day they can't move. So the real key is moderation and gradual increase in the exercise. And once we get them into that mindset that this is a long-term lifestyle change, that they're not necessarily to expect to find a difference in one or two days, but they're looking at this over weeks and months, it really isn't a problem. With the meal plan, for example, patients can actually start losing weight up to 10 or 15 pounds within a couple weeks. What other lifestyle changes do you recommend? Well, I think that lifestyle changes in many ways are important. I think that once patients start looking at foods and exercise as part of their medical treatment, that's all part of a major lifestyle change. They can add in certain supplements that would be helpful to them. They're starting to learn how to cook and to eat properly as well as to get into an exercise program. I think if they're smoking, we obviously try to get them to stop smoking. If they're overweight, we try to get them to lose weight. We have to make them active participants in a healthy lifestyle to treat their arthritis. What feedback have you received from patients? My guess is that they feel so wonderful that that's the motivator to keep going. Well, you're absolutely right, Susan. The patients love this program. They want to be active participants in their treatment. They have found the meal plan enjoyable, the recipes are easy to prepare, and they're designed for patients with arthritis. As we've said before, they find an added benefit is that they lose weight and they have more energy. The exercises cover the scope of all their joints and they can concentrate on a particular problem area. We have exercises to help them perform specific tasks such as dressing, personal care, playing sports, and even kissing. Mm. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me is Dr. Richard Blau, author of the book Too Young to Feel Old, The Arthritis Doctor's 28-Day Formula for Pain-Free Living. Dr. Blau, explain about your kissing comment. (laughs) Well, if you think about kissing, it it involves a lot of motion in the neck, as well as the shoulder and the arms. And if somebody is suffering from a problem with their neck, they're not able to really kiss somebody passionately. So we do have neck exercises that help with that aspect of things. It's the little things in life that make a big difference. You know, what most people don't realize about arthritis is that it affects these people every day and every moment of their lives. If you take a look at somebody who, say, has heart disease and angina, they'll slow down a little bit so they don't get chest pain. For the most part, their life is not really that much affected on a daily, moment-to-moment basis. But a patient with arthritis who has difficulty holding a fork or reaching up to take a dish out of the cupboard Every time they move or open up a door handle or turn on a key, it's part of their life. And oftentimes what they end up doing is changing the way they live to accommodate their disease. They'll move 
the coffee cup onto the counter so they don't have to reach up. They'll end up not going upstairs to the bedroom and end up having and sleeping downstairs on the couch. They end up accommodating their life to the disease instead of working on the disease. What feedback have you received from doctors about your treatment plan? Well, the physicians have really been very enthusiastic. They're able to point their patients to something that is able to make them begin a self-help program. And it actually allows the patient and the physician to become partners in a structured program to help them with their arthritis. I actually have many physicians or patients who have been on the program and have done exceptionally well. Explain what the ADQ is, the Arthritis Doctor's Questionnaire. Well, this is a questionnaire that allows patients to find out where they actually stand with their arthritis. It's eight simple questions about their ability to perform certain tasks. They answer the questions as to whether they never have a problem, sometimes have a problem, often have a problem, or always have a problem. They assign a number ranking to each, and depending on how they score will determine whether they should begin a home program or if, in fact, they need to be evaluated by a physician or a rheumatologist. They can also take the test weekly to assess their progress on the program. Where can listeners access a copy of this questionnaire? Uh, It's uh, in the book, Too Young to Feel Old. And where can listeners find your book? The book is in all major bookstores and also online at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. In your book, you say that talking about risks is a risky business. What do you mean? Well, I do talk about the different risks for arthritis, but you have to really be careful in doing so. We've all had patients who don't eat right, who smoke, who are overweight and live a very long life. And then we have other patients who do everything right, and yet they have a myocardial infarction in their 40s. So risk is really very individual, and this is true for arthritis. But in general, risks for arthritis include a strong family history, someone who is female, someone who is overweight, someone who leads a sedentary lifestyle, and actually certain occupations are at increased risk, such as trained conductors, farmers, and mill workers. And why is that? We're not really sure why that is, but it may be exposure to certain environmental factors that go with those occupations. What are your thoughts about glucosamine and chondroitin tablets? Well, I'm not big on these. Despite the claims by the manufacturers, there's really no credible evidence that has shown that they can reverse joint damage. And in fact, the studies have shown that what they do is relieve pain, but they don't relieve it any better than acetaminophen. There's really no evidence that these compounds are actually helpful in rheumatoid arthritis. Now, I don't discourage them if the patient wants to use them, but I do give them the facts so they understand what they're doing. Why does it take so long to diagnose and treat arthritis? I think that's really a great question, and I think it goes back to one of the myths of arthritis. Most people think, well, I'm getting old, I should get aches and pains. Or they say, well, I have arthritis, there's really nothing they can do about it. And I've seen this from patients who've gone to physicians, and they'll say, well, you have some arthritis, take some acetaminophen. They don't really seek the treatment until they can't walk or they're having so much pain that it has affected their lives. So there is this delay of the average being seven years that results in treating something that has gone past where we really would like to treat it. Obviously, the earlier that we can treat something, 
the better it's going to be. The earlier a disease is in process, the easier it's going to be to treat it and hopefully to prevent it from progressing. Dr. Blau, what's your take-home message? I want physicians and patients to know that they don't have to live with the pain of arthritis, that most patients can significantly be helped and their quality of life improved, and that no matter what our age, we are all too young to feel old. Dr. Blau, thank you so much for joining us to discuss your book, Too Young to Feel Old, The Arthritis Doctor's 28-Day Formula for Pain-Free Living. Thank you very much. I enjoyed being here today. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions at ReachMD.com, which now features on-demand podcasts of the ReachMD library. Thank you for listening.